In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 15, where I'll ask the question, how should I pray? Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 15 says, Pray then like this, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus gives all sorts of instruction for people on how to live godly lives. And one of the areas he addresses is your prayer life. And he makes the point to say, Don't use your prayer life as an opportunity to let people know how spiritual you are. Don't use your prayer life as an opportunity to make yourself look good or make yourself look smart or make yourself look intelligent or any of those other sorts of things. Don't use your prayer life to achieve some goal other than communication with God. So Jesus explains how we all ought to pray here in Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 15. Thought number one acknowledge God. The first thing that we ought to do in our prayer life is acknowledge God and acknowledge his goodness. Recognize that he is our father in heaven. Recognize that his place in heaven means that he's over and above all things. Recognize all of the authority inherent in who he is, all of the control that he has, all of the power that he has. Pay attention to that. His name is hallowed. His name is hallowed because of his greatness. His name is hallowed because of all of the wondrous things that he's done, how he accomplishes his purposes here in the world. So as we begin to pray, we acknowledge God. We acknowledge who he is. We acknowledge his greatness, his wonder, his glory, his might. And as we do that, we start to put ourselves in the right frame of mind. Because after all, we are the created beings and we are communicating with the almighty creator of the universe. So we need to put ourselves in the right frame of mind, we need to put ourselves in the right category of thinking so that we don't start to think that God exists to hear our prayers. We don't start to think that the whole reason we're praying is to somehow benefit God. That isn't the case at all. The reason we pray is because God is the almighty creator of all things. So we acknowledge him and just how great he is. Thought number two, seek forgiveness. One of the things that we are supposed to do as people is seek forgiveness from God. We ask the Lord to forgive us our debts as we go about forgiving our debtors. And we seek forgiveness because we recognize that we have not lived up to the greatness of God. We have not lived up to his holy standards that he's given to us. We can all see that we are fallen creatures, that we've sinned against God, that we've violated his goodness. So we must be forgiven by him. Because he has made us and we have not done what he has told us to do, and because we have made choices that are the opposites of what he would have us to do, we need his forgiveness. Because ultimately, we will fall into his hands. And when we fall into his hands, we need to be forgiven of all of those things that we have done that are a violation of his good and righteous and perfect character. 
So as we approach God, before we get into all of the asking for different things that we may want or need, before we go bearing our soul to him, we acknowledge our sinfulness before him. And in doing so, we're also acknowledging his greatness and his propensity to forgive even a wretched sinner like me. Thought number three, ask for help. We ask the Lord for help. We ask the Lord to not lead us into temptation, but to deliver us from evil. Because we recognize that there are so many temptations out there. So we ask for the Lord to help us as we face those various temptations. We don't need to look for temptation. Temptation finds us. We almost automatically are finding ourselves in these situations where it is so very easy to violate God's goodness. We find ourselves in all these situations where the temptation is just right there in front of us, where doing that which is evil seems ever so good. So we must ask the Lord for help in avoiding sin. We must ask the Lord for help in keeping ourselves from evil. Because if not for the Lord's help, we will end up diving into all sorts of wretchedness. We will seek out wickedness to perform. So we ask for the Lord to help us, to lead us not into temptation, but to deliver us from evil. Because we see that our natural tendency is to rush into that which is evil. So we ask for the Lord's help. We ask for the Lord to help us so that we might live lives that are pleasing to him. We ask that the Lord would help us to lead lives that are glorifying to him, that make great his name in all the things that we do. And this is how we ought to pray. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Matthew chapters 5 through 7. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.